everyone, this is Florence Brummer. Welcome to Florence Legally Brunette presents the Bonafide Legal Podcast. I have lived in Phoenix since 1999. Before that, I lived in Chicago, and I was born and raised in the suburbs of Chicago. I'm a mother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for over 20 years. Throughout my practice, I struggled day by day to find a balance between work and life. I don't have a magic answer on how to balance life in the law and life outside the law, but over the years, I've developed tips for living my best life and enjoying work and time off. As a lawyer, it feels I'm never entirely off the clock. I never step away from thinking about my cases and my clients, but I do my best to enjoy work and my time not working. Please join me on this journey in finding grace and contentment in the practice of law. I'm going to cover a topic that I covered um, quite some time ago. I th- think it was probably in the beginning of the podcast. If you can believe it, I have been doing this podcast for almost two years. It'll be two years in May. And a topic I covered was called Balancing Your Inner Superhero. But before I get to that, I wanted to talk about my week and just kind of fill you in what's going on with me. So I had a crazy busy week. As you know, the prior week, I was in New Orleans for a conference. And then again, this week, I had some travel. And it always seems to come kind of in spurts like that. Um, Before New Orleans, uh, the week before was my daughter's wedding in Vegas. So within a one month period, I had three trips. And so now I'm not doing anything for a while, and I'm kind of happy to be home for a bit. But anyways, what I had going on this week was I went to LA, and I was on a podcast called The Film Vault. My episode will not be out for a few weeks. I'll give you an update on when it comes out. And I just wanted to tell you a little bit about that and balancing the week with travel and court. So this was the week of February 10th. On the 10th, I um, was it was my first day back in the office. After being back from New Orleans, I came back on Saturday night. And I had worked um, when I got home, I worked Saturday night, went through my mail, worked Sunday, went to the office for a few hours. And then on Monday knew that it would be a day of just returning so many calls. I can't explain it, but the phone has been ringing off the hook for the last few weeks. And so I had a ton of messages that I needed to return. And I had scheduled weeks and weeks ago, a massage on Monday morning, for a couple of reasons. Number one, it was between my two trips. Two, my massage therapist is super busy. And um, it happened to be a date that she was available. And three, I figured I would have the whole afternoon to to get things done. So it'd be fine if I um, missed out on the morning. So I actually stopped in to the office on the morning of the 10th with my hair unwashed and yoga pants and returned a couple of calls before I left. 
and then headed for my massage, went home, washed my hair, and then went to the office for the afternoon and basically parked my butt in my chair and returned calls. But I was all caught up by the end of the day on calls, which was good because Tuesday was insane. I had an 8.15 court hearing and then had to come back in the afternoon for about... I think it was six or seven meetings. It was a lot of meetings. And the reason why I had so many was because it was really the only day that I could do meetings for the week because I was traveling and I also had court. One thing I'll say about an 815 court hearing is I wish judges would really reconsider those because as an attorney getting to them, I have to get up at about five in the morning and not get up because... I want to sit and have coffee, but get up because I have to make sure that um, I have my suit on, I have my file, all of that. And because I'm leaving so early, there's a ton of traffic. And so I have to leave like way earlier than I would have to leave any other time. Um, so I did the hearing on Tuesday, came back and did all the meetings returned all my calls because I knew I was going to be gone the next day. And then Wednesday and Thursday, I went to LA. So the place where I was recording the podcast was in West LA, which is an area I don't usually go to. Usually when I go to LA, I'm kind of in the Burbank area. So I'll fly into the Burbank area or, um, if I go, I'm often in like Orange County, so I'll fly into the Orange County airport. Those two airports are super easy. But because where I was going, I had to fly into LAX, which is always just a nightmare for me. So what I did was I flew in um, fairly early. I wasn't meeting my um, podcast co-host until about 6 p.m., and there was a flight. I had a choice between taking a 10 a.m. flight or I think a 3 p.m. flight. And I was all set to take the 3 p.m. flight, but I decided to take the earlier flight because I thought, well, what if there's a delay in the flight? Plus, I can kind of relax a little bit and hopefully the hotel will have my room ready and maybe I can get some work done and just see how it goes. And that was a really good call. So I got into, because there's a time difference right now, I got into LA pretty much the time that I left Phoenix. So I left at, um, let's say, 10.30, and then my flight landed at like 10.55. So that was, was really good. And I did a little bit of work on the flight. And then um, when I got to the airport, in LA, I had a ton of time. So I stopped at, I, my credit card allows me to go into the American Lounge. So I went into the American Lounge and the American Lounge always has really good soup. And I went and had a cup of soup and a diet um, strawberry Fanta, which I love. <laughs> and the American Lounge has those at the one in LA. And um, then went to the hotel. And the hotel was great. I stayed at the W in West Hollywood, which was right by the location where I was recording. 
And I had a room, it's like 16 stories, and I had a room on the 15th floor, and it looked out at LA, and it was just a sunny, beautiful day. And then so I worked for the afternoon, which was also a good call. So instead of trying to sightsee and um, wear myself out, I just kind of relaxed, um, returned phone calls. It really kept me from feeling like I wasn't falling behind too much at the office. And then so I met my co-host at 6 p.m. His name's Brian Bishop. And he and his wife took me out to dinner, which I thought was lovely, like they didn't need to do that. And then we went back to where the film vault is recorded. And there's another co-host named Anderson Cowan. And we did the podcast. And I have to tell you, I could have talked to these two guys all night long. If you haven't heard their podcast before, listen to it. It's funny. These are two guys that really love movies, and I think they're very entertaining, and I it was such a delight to be on this podcast. It's one of those things where, the like those moments in life where it's so fun, like you can't even believe it. Like it was just so enjoyable, and I got to talk about movies, which I love, and because um, I was going to be on the show with them, they had asked me what I liked. And as every, everyone who listens to my show knows, I love horror movies and horror shows. So we talked a lot about horrors and we did a top five, fav- top five favorite horror characters and we each had our list. I loved their list. Their lists were super creative. I felt like much more creative than mine. And I just laughed and had a good time. So I ended up getting back to the hotel like very, very late. And um, my flight was uh, like a later afternoon flight, like 4.30. So I did a late checkout at 2 o'clock. And here was my plan for Thursday. I just was going to sleep and then work because I know for the next couple of months, Everything in my life is crazy, so I figured this was a time to relax. I will tell you what happened to me that morning. Number one, there was loud construction somewhere outside of the building. Number two, they were doing fire drills for about an hour. And number three, housekeeping kept coming to my door and trying to open the door even though I had a do not disturb on it. So I just ended up being very unrestful. Was it the worst thing that ever happened to me? Of course not. And I know I'm complaining, but it was just kind of ironic because my, my plan was to just get work done. Um, I stayed up, I stayed out on calls, um, like really just wanted to keep up because I know the phones had been so busy. So I returned a bunch of calls from the hotel room and then I checked out at two and headed to LAX. So I had the It took me forever to get through LAX, which is a reason why I do not like that airport. takes forever to get there because of the traffic. Um, Security is slow. And I, for a long time, was part of Clear. Like if you've ever um, seen the Clear booths at the airport, you just kind of, um, you skip the, you skip the line where up until they check your ID and then clear walks you up to security and then you still have to go through security. I wish that I would still be on clear if clear 
got you past security any quicker, but it just gets you through um, the line where they check your ID. Most of the time, this is not a problem for me because the places that I fly, it just seems like the security lines aren't that long. Um, the lines to where you get your ID checked aren't that long. Security itself, I think, is always slow, and that's the biggest bummer. So I had canceled it when my subscription uh, ran out, but I'll tell you what you what I did. LAX, the security line was so long that I joined Clear and then canceled it um, when I got home because I'll never use it again. And it just ends up being a waste of money for me. But I did use it that one extra time and then canceled it. Okay. Um, so the airport, for some reason, on this Thursday afternoon in the middle of February, like completely busy. I went to the lounge, could barely find a seat to sit in. And then I still had some calls to return. And I returned some calls from the airport and then had to get on the plane and fly back. And I drove home unpacked, was totally exhausted. And the next morning I had an inspection of um, a client's property that's in litigation. So I had to go there first thing in the morning. I had my husband go with me and I'll explain to you the most romantic Valentine's Day ever. So this of course is Friday, February 14th. I'm being a little sarcastic, but we did make the best of it. I had him go with me for a couple of reasons. Number one, I wanted to get his eye on the thing that we were looking at, and that was good. He really had some insight to offer and um, even talked to my client, and my client like felt great that he was there, and you know, my husband said some really insightful things to him, and that was very good. And then also... Um, we decided to go to lunch afterwards. I had had some gift certificates since Christmas for the Cheesecake Factory, and I thought, well, it's time to use them. I don't know if um, anyone's ever seen this before, but I do this every year at Christmas. I think it's on Black Friday that the Cheesecake factory offers it or it might be the Monday after Thanksgiving but I get an email for it and if I'm not looking at my emails my sister-in-law always reminds me because she does it too this is a smoking deal so mark it on your calendar for next year for every $25 gift card that you buy from the Cheesecake Factory at this sale for Christmas you get two gift cards for slices of cheesecake so their cheesecake slices are like 8 or $9. So you buy a $25 gift card and then you get about $16 or $18 in free cheesecake. So it's kind of doubling your money. And I like the Cheesecake Factory. I think they have the most amazing salads. I love their extensive menu. I've never had anything there that I don't like. And I know it's a, a chain, but it's a chain that I really enjoy. And especially when I can get that gift card deal, it makes it um, very fun. So we split, um, we each got a big salad, we split a couple appetizers, and then we shared a piece of mango key lime cheesecake, which might be my favorite cheesecake there. I had never tried it before. It was very delicious. And then we brought home a piece of red velvet cheesecake for my daughter because that's her favorite. And we wanted to bring her a little something for Valentine's. So 
after all that, I told my husband, hey, I'm going to go to the office for a few hours. I've been staying in touch with work the two days that I was gone, so I won't be gone very long. So I think I got to the office at maybe 1. I did not get home till 7.30 p.m. I was buried in work. I had so much work to look at that my staff had done. I had another giant mound of messages from Thursday when I was getting on the plane to Friday when I was um, out at that inspection. I mean, like it was like a dozen messages. It was insane, insane. And it was payroll and all this other stuff. It was just things on top of things. And I didn't end up getting home till 730. So by then I was exhausted. And I'll tell you what I what I did. I came home. I didn't even take off my shoes. I'd been in heels all day. I put my feet up on the coffee table. I watched the finale of The Good Place and ordered my groceries online for the next day and otherwise just sat on the couch and then finally went upstairs and went to bed. It was such a bummer of an evening, like how exhausted I was. Um, and then this weekend, I did my regular weekend things, you know, where I took my long walk. And even today on Sunday, I took a long walk and both of my, my older daughters came by. Oh, I have a new announcement. My oldest daughter is having a baby. I'm going to be a grandma for the second time. So my two old, all my daughters are excited, of course, but the the two oldest ones are excited because they're going to be able to raise their children together. They'll be in very close age proximity. So my grandson, who is the son of my middle daughter, he'll be one in June. And then my oldest daughter is having her child September 13th is the due date. And that's an exciting time because her birthday is September 16th. Her partner's birthday is October 5th. My brother's October 4th. Um, my dad is September 11th. We have other family members with very similar birthdays. And so we're just very excited. Everyone's very excited. And the other good news is she's feeling pretty good. She's exhausted. She has a lot of fatigue, but she doesn't have nausea. So we're just excited. Okay, so that was my week, and um, a couple of, before I get into my, you know what, let me check the time. I might save this till next week. Nope, I have enough time to do this. Okay, um, before I get into my superhero topic, I just want to give a couple referrals for some things to watch. When I was at, uh, in LA and recording the film vault, the two guys that I was recording with said, you have to see Sleepaway Camp. It's a cult favorite for a horror movie. It's campy and funny, and you should see it. And so it was something that I was resisting because it seemed so, um, I don't know, so campy to me. Like it didn't seem fun. I had watched part of it. And I had turned it off after the first 10 minutes. But because of their recommendation, I stuck in, stuck it out. And it was really funny. Here's the other good news. You can also watch this movie for free on YouTube. Another thing I'll recommend is the show The Good Place. I just finished up the finale on um, Friday. 
And I wept. Oh my gosh, did I weep. Um, this is a show that I love. It's so smart. It where it talks about philosophy and the afterlife. And I've loved this show forever. You can watch it on Hulu. I'm not sure if it's on Netflix. Hulu for sure. You know what? It is on Netflix. I don't know if it's if the channels or if um Hulu has all the way to the finale. I had DVR'd it on my cable. Um, but it was always such an excellent show and it ended perfectly. So if you haven't watched it, watched it. I have known many people who have found that show and anyone I've talked to has really loved it. Um, even if they're, no matter what they love, like people who maybe like aren't that much into sitcoms love it. People who like sitcoms love it. Everyone I know has loved that show. So um, I definitely recommend it. Oh, one last thing I'll say. Um, tomorrow is President's Day. Enjoy this three-day weekend. It is going to be our last three-day weekend for a while. We don't have anything coming up until Memorial Day. And President's Day to me is always kind of the beginning of the end of time off. Um, because starting in October when we hit Halloween, I feel like we hit a lot of holidays. Um, I think a lot of people have uh, still have Columbus Day off or... Um, uh, in many places, the, the name has changed to, um, oh my gosh, I'm totally blanking. It It's maybe Native American Appreciation Day, something along those lines. Um, and whatever it's called now, a lot of people will have that holiday off in October. And then Halloween comes, and that's always kind of like a little break in things. Then we have Thanksgiving, and then there's Christmas, and then there's New Year's, and then there's MLK Day, and then President's Day. And now I feel like we kind of hit a, um, a big area of having no holidays. Um, so what I always try to do on these three-day weekends is really try to arrange my schedule in the best way possible. I used to always schedule people for meetings on the Monday of a three-day holiday. Most of the time I would end up getting burned where the people wouldn't come in. They'd realize it's a three-day weekend. I'm not working. I would like to take my kids to the zoo or like whatever it is that they have going on and wouldn't come in for the um, meeting. And I would be there and I would have to be dressed up and all of that. So now what I do is I generally keep it open as a work day, but I try not to schedule anything. Also because I won't have court on that day. It's a court holiday. So I'll try to keep it open and then maybe go see my parents or whatever the case may be. And so that's what um, I'm doing tomorrow. It'll be definitely be a work day. And I had to put some work in this weekend because everything has been so busy. But I, I definitely try to keep that day open, which is good because for the next three days after that, it's all court all the time. So, okay, let me get on to the topic of today. It's called Balancing Your Inner Superhero. Comic, fan, comic book fans know that She-Hulk saved the world with the Avengers, the Fantastic Four, and S.H.I.E.L.D. She-Hulk, a.k.a. Jennifer Walters, also has struggled with her identity as an attorney. 
Jennifer returned to practicing law after working with S.H.I.E.L.D., and she stated, Working for S.H.I.E.L.D. was one big nonstop adventure. Now look at me, standing around a law firm. This is where I should be, what I should be doing. I feel that's me. Obviously, I didn't work for S.H.I.E.L.D., but working in the law, I feel, is where I should be. Jennifer, a.k.a. She-Hulk, learned to embrace the law and she had several superhero clients, including Spider-Man. She represented Spider-Man in a lawsuit for slander against new newspaper editor J. Jonah Jonason, Jameson. Let me say that again. J. Jonah Jameson. She-Hulk ends up scantily clad a lot more than any of my other fellow attorneys or myself. But every day I see attorneys perform superhero-like actions. So what, take, what tips can we take from Jennifer to balance our inner superhero with our attorney side? Number one, defend those without hope. Running a small firm, and I consider myself a small town firm. I, my, my office is in a small town. I deal with people with, I, I'm not representing Microsoft. And so I get the opportunity to help people with problems that are a giant force in their lives. I get to help tenants with housing problems. I get to assist people in family law emergencies. I can help defend people against collection matters. I can help secure families' futures with estate planning. I can help guard against unfair traffic matters. And I try to use the I get to when I when I say these sentences because a lot of times I have the inkling to say I have to like I have to go to court I have to meet with people and then I remember really what a privilege it is to be able to help people and it may not be able to help them exactly what they want but at least I can hopefully get them over the finish line on whatever they have doing and offer them some comfort and hope. Number two, be a friendly neighborhood attorney. A lot of people do not know many attorneys. So by being courteous, we help the whole profession. Let your Superman and Wonder Woman, and I know I'm mixing Marvel and DC comic references throughout this episode, let those um, shine through. You're a representative of the rest of the superheroes. Like Superman and Wonder Woman, be polite to the public, opposing counsel, and court staff. I have heard of so many, usually I hear this from court staff, where attorneys will be completely rude to them. And I think, what the heck are you doing? Number one, it, it's a mean thing to do. Like, why are you mean to staff? And the other thing is, do... People think that the staff doesn't talk to the judges. I mean, there's not some sort of confidentiality if you're yelling at the clerk about your exhibits. Like, not at all. They're letting the judge know. And the judge may be looking at you crosswise when you get into court. Number three, don't be a, lo a loner. The most successful superheroes work with a partner or on a team. Batman has Robin and Alfred, and we have our support staff associates, partners, and law clerks. Number four, be organized. When superheroes fight, it looks like a dance. And luckily, we do not need to get physical, but we can be prepared with our checklists and systems. We need to conquer the big and the little every day. This is what my whole podcast is about, is time management, which includes having systems in place. And every day, I mean, 
obviously, no matter what we're doing, if we're an attorney or if um, we're running our own business, we have things in place where things run more smoothly. And we can't control every day. Like there may be a day uh, like I had last week where I'm walking in at 7.30 on a Friday. Was that my lifelong dream? No, of course not. But it was something that had to be done. And with my checklists and systems, usually I'm able to keep that stuff in control. Number five, only turn into the Hulk when you need to. There are attorneys who consistently walk around as the Hulk. You never see the Bruce Banner side of them. Everything does not need to be a battle. There is no need to turn into the Hulk when someone wants to start a deposition at 1 p.m. instead of 2 p.m. Like, know what your battles are. Um, I think I'm on number six. Six? <laughs> know when to rest. My favorite scene in the Avengers was after the credits when all the Avengers were quietly eating at the shawarma restaurant after they saved the world. You have to rest and recharge to keep saving the world. And I have to tell myself about this all the time. I tell other attorneys, I tell other people in business, you have to have some rest, otherwise you will burn out. Next, help the community and the legal world. The ways to help are countless. We can help on the legal side, such as working at volunteer clinics or hotlines, or write a legal article for a local news newsletter, or we can have a podcast. We can help on the non-legal side, such as homeless shelters, churches, etc. All right, thanks for listening to my list. I'm going to end with a quote from Commissioner James Gordon, what he said to Batman, you're going to make a difference. A lot of times it won't be huge. It won't be visible even, but it will matter just the same. Keep saving the day again and again. I hope that um, you have a great week. I don't know if you can hear my cat. My cat is um, just got a cone off of his head. <laughs> and now he is in my recording studio and wanting to jump on the microphone. All right, you will find my podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes under Florence Legally Brunette Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. You can find me on my personal Facebook page and my business Facebook page and at my website, brummerlaw.com. We're also on Patreon. We are a free podcast with no paid advertising. Our expenses include equipment, the launching platform, the theme song, and people have asked about contributing, which you can do through patreon.com. Thank you so much. I'll be back next week with a new episode. Have a great week and take care.